And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Good afternoon. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, and today we're going to talk with Pastor Dan Rehoff from Dayspring Baptist Church in Wisconsin, Waukesha, Wisconsin, on the value of creating your church's identity in the community. I'm an attorney and a partner with the law firm of Mauk & Baker in Chicago. We are Christian attorneys that focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. We do everything from zoning to estate planning, nonprofit administration to religious freedom. You can find out more about us by going to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com or call 312-726-1243. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Good afternoon, Pastor Dan, and welcome. John, good to be here. Thanks so much for the invite. Pleasure to be on the program with you. I am intrigued by this topic because at uh, uh, Grace uh, Pastors Conference recently, I saw that you were teaching on church identity, and I thought, wow, that might be interesting to a lot of people in thinking about what is the identity of the church I attend? What do you mean by church identity? Well, that's a that's a good question, John. And uh, you know, you're right. We talked about it this year at the the Grace Conference there in Lake Zurich, um, and it had kind of an open forum and allowed people to kind of get involved with it and, and kind of interject on it. I think the point that we were trying to come across, and I think what what can be a real benefit to the listeners today, is that sometimes you know we think of the church as okay, here's the building, and and there's the, my identity. You know, my building's white or my building's red brick or whatever it is, but but really being able to be in the community to where the community knows that that inside those walls or, or that group of people, uh, there is the answers that I need. You know, I'm really I'm convinced more than ever that nowadays I, I think the, the word of today is despair. And I, I think despair is, is on everyone's lips and at everyone's hearts. And people don't, don't get it sometimes that Jesus really is the answer. And that he's the answer for my marriage or my finances or, or, or whatever I'm going through. So yeah. you're saying that identity is shaped around uh, the desperation that people feel, the need? Uh, elaborate on that. How, how does the fact that, that we're, uh, let's not pick on the Baptist, but we're at Waukesha Methodist Church. Sure. Uh, what does that tell people about, about them that uh, – will help with the, their desperate need. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I think a lot of people, you know, know that uh, they've got problems. There's despair. There's heartache. Uh, there's frustration. There's confusion. I mean, goodness, just look at the uh, political situation today. And to, to, to have the church to be able to be the one that says, you know what, there really is an answer for life. There really is an answer for our marriage. There really is an answer for our addiction. And and Jesus is that answer. And, and regardless of, of what the denomination, so to speak, says on the, the top of the door. But to be able to say, your church, to be able to say, you know what, we really want to point you to Christ. We really want to point you to, he really is the answer. Uh, and it's not necessarily you just coming into church. 
you know, you becoming part of this church, but having a church being able to go out into the community and having a church be able to go out and say, you know what, we were going to kind of show you what Jesus says about these things. Well, all right, I'm, I'm still struggling with identity. Does that mean that you change your name from Waukesha Methodist Church to Waukesha Community Church? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how does the relabeling, if, if that's the answer, how does that communicate? Or is it different than, than, than the name change? So maybe if you could talk about oh, sure. the name sure. itself first okay. and then the other ways that identity is communicated. Okay. Well, I don't think uh, a name change is really uh, uh, the answer all for anything. Either way, you know, going to a, a denominational name or a non-denominational name, uh, I think, you know, the church in the area, for instance, uh, there's a lot of Baptist churches in our area, but but our church wants to kind of be known as the church that, that regardless of what you think of these other denominations, you can come to Dayspring and, and, and we're going to show you the love of Jesus. You know, so regardless of, of what that name is, whether it's community church or Baptist church, we want to show you the love of Jesus, and we want to point you to the fact that Christ died on the cross, paid for all of your sins, and you can know for certain you have eternal life. And uh, we want that to be, you know, be kind of the focus, regardless of the name, that there's Jesus here. Okay, well, let, yeah. me, let, me, let me dig deeper into that because I, I still have a problem of thinking – isn't that what most churches want to be identified with? And how does that – is the identity as opposed to the world? Jesus said, by this you will know that all men will know that you're my disciples, that you have love for one another. But that should be true of all followers of Jesus mm-hmm. and all churches. Mm-hmm. Or are we talking about shaping your identity different from the other congregations – that uh, are trying to serve the Lord in different ways. So that right. one would be identified as a racially diverse church, another mm-hmm. one uh, be identified as one that is great on youth education, another one might be uh, a missionary church or a community service church. Right. Uh, is, is that part of the identity, and how does a church find that? Okay. Yeah, well, here's here, let, me, let me back up a little bit, John. When we started our church, we, uh, we started a church plant uh, eight years ago in, in Waukesha, uh, which is a western suburb of, of Milwaukee. So it would be like saying, you know, you're in Arlington Heights or Des Plaines, that kind of an area uh, here in Chicagoland. Uh, we, we just didn't want the church to be about us four no more. And, 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 and here's a church, and we're going to have another program, and we're going to print another T-shirt. And, and the church is all about, about uh, you know, just us taking care of ourselves. We wanted the church to really be a church that's about going outside the doors. Uh, this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio, and we're talking with Dan Rehoff of Dayspring Baptist Church in Wisconsin about how you shape your church's identity, how you find it before you shape it. And, of course, probably some of that's like how we find our identity as individuals. Mm-hmm. So you got together. You wanted to be outwardly focused and then what happened next in terms of shaping the identity for Dayspring Baptist Church? Sure. Well, we, we just really wanted to be outwardly focused, like you said. Uh, we wanted to be a church that was in the community, uh, a church that was kind of meeting the needs of the people of the community. Uh, and, and not saying in a, in a, in a method of compromise, we're, we're just going to do whatever anybody wants. But what are the people that, that when you think of despair, you think of confusion, what are people, what are they needing? Well, ultimately, they're needing Christ. But, but if they knew that, 
I believe they would already be coming into church on Sunday mornings, but they're not coming into church on Sunday mornings. So we're trying to meet their needs. Let's say, for instance, we started on Friday night uh, an RU recovery program. Well, the purpose of it is not because we're bored and we have nothing to do and we're just bored on a Friday night, but the purpose is, you know, Wisconsin is, is probably known as the drunkest state in, in in the United States. I mean, nine of the top ten Dr- drunkest drunk- cities are in Wisconsin, you know, and that's nothing to brag about. <laughs> Illinois has nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even beat us on that one, unfortunately, yeah. So so we wanted to be a, a church that says, you know what, there there's definitely a problem with addictions. In, in every state, but definitely in the western suburbs of Milwaukee, as everywhere. And say, so, well, let's go into the community. What do people need? They, they need help with this. Well, ultimately, the answer is still Jesus, of course. But again, if they knew that, they'd already show up on Sunday morning. So they don't know that. So you looked at the presenting needs, mm-hmm. and then you said there's a need to help people with their alcohol problems. And that's what they think they need, and so let's help them find an answer to their alcohol addiction. Right. Now, is that through a 12-step program, Alcoholics Anonymous, or, mm-hmm. is, there, or is there a different Christian Well, what we, we looked at that a lot, and what we wanted to be part of is um, we wanted to be a part of a faith-based program because the answer, you know, the, the answer, John, for, for all of man's problems, the answer for all of man's problems ultimately is Christ. The answer, when we look at a Christian, the answer for all of, of man's problems as a Christian is really spiritual growth. I mean, you and I getting closer to Christ is really the answer to, to all of our problems when it comes to racial issues or, or lust or pride or, or, or jealousy uh, and, and those, root, those root causes of our addiction. So we wanted the program to be a faith-based program. There's a lot of them out there. Uh, the one we chose is called uh, uh, Are You Recovery uh, uh, Program. It's based out of Rockford, Illinois. Yes. What does uh, is, is RU stand for? You know, it used to stand for Reformers. Unanimous, and uh, because people talking about reforming from their addictions, they kind of shorten the name down, and now it's just called RU Recovery Program. But it's it's totally faith based, uh, and and we just didn't want to have a twelve step program that just said, "Hey, John, based on your willpower, you quit, you know, doing drugs," or John, in your willpower, you quit, you know, uh, struggling with this sin. But we wanted to point you to the direction of Christ and say, you know what. Here's what Jesus Christ says about it. Here's what the Bible says about interacting with your fellow servants and interacting with people and interacting with your wife and your coworker and your boss. So it's a very it's a very pointed discipleship program. Very to, to you and I put it this way, John. To you and I, it's a Friday night discipleship program. To the person who's unsaved down on the street who doesn't know anything about Jesus, to them it's an addiction recovery program. But to me and you, it's discipleship 101. So that's how we kind of create that identity in the community. It's it's a life – you're throwing a life uh, saver raft uh, or uh, float out to them that they can grab a hold of. Right, right. And use that to introduce people to Christ and use that to bring people into the church. And and I think that's one of the ways uh, that a church can create an identity is, is – put it this way. We're becoming known in our area. And this is this is a compliment, although it sounds kind of backwards, but – we're becoming known as the church of the former addict. All right. But, but isn't that what we're supposed to be known as? I mean, yeah. Jesus came to heal those that were, were sick. Yeah. Coming up, we'll talk further with Dan Rehoff, uh, probably about ways that your church can shape its identity and communicate that identity to people in your community.
Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, partner at the law firm Mauk & Baker, and we're pro- talking with Pastor Dan Rehoff from Dayspring Baptist Church located in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Before the break, Pastor Rehoff was explaining how his church identity uh, began to be shaped by realizing that there was a community need for addiction programs and creating an addiction program or, or adopting, uh, plugging into a Christian recovery addiction program on Friday nights to give the church identity. And Pastor Dan, how has that shaping of that identity affected the church as a whole and your mission to bring the gospel to your people in the church and to the people outside the church? Well, you know, I, I think that it's, it's been a, a, a growth thing, a, a discipleship thing that we've seen within our church, meaning this, uh, a lot of times we come to church and our mindset is, well, the church is, is all about for me and, and what am I going to get out of the service this morning? We have really been kind of strategic uh, on purpose trying to disciple the people in our church that, you know what, it's, uh, yes, the church is for the Christians, but the goal of that is to go out and reach the lost. I mean, keep bringing back the the Great Commission, that we're going to go into all the world and reach the gospel and then do what with them? Well, then make disciples of them. I mean, that's what Christ was talking about. So what we found is is that when the more we get people involved in our church in reaching out, let's say through our Friday night program, we find that the people kind of get the mindset that, you know what, it, it's it's not just about me. There, there is a bigger picture, and, and there are real people, normal, everyday people with real needs in my backyard and and I'd never have known it. And and to kind of get our focus off ourselves so much and my pity little problems and start reaching <laughs> out to the neighborhood and saying, there's people with some serious issues that we can really help with. Yeah, I want to enlarge this a little bit, this this question of identifying your uh, your call as a mm-hmm. church or as a congregation or as a, as a people because there are uh, probably listeners out there saying, well, we don't seem to have uh, maybe an alcoholism problem, mm-hmm. but uh, we have other other needs. And our church has just been around for 50 years or 100 years, and we're Baptists, we're Methodists, uh, but we really don't have an identity in the community. Mm-hmm. What would you say to those folks about how to begin to shape an identity or, or, yeah. or discover an identity? Sure. Well, I, I think we'd push it back, back to what Jesus calls for our identity to be. And that is the Great Commission. Our job as a Christian, no matter what the name of the church is, as a Christian, as someone who has trusted Christ as their Savior, our job is to go into all the world and preach the gospel, and then what? It goes on talking about baptizing them, making them disciples, having them learn and grow in Christ. So I would think for a church that just says, you know what, we're getting a little stale, maybe we're getting a little stagnant, we've just kind of been us four, no more, to, to really put that in, in, our, in our forefront of our minds saying, wait a second. We need to do everything we can to win the loss, disciple believers, and then send them back out and then repeat. Keep you're, going. You're talking going. The, the R word, and I don't mean repeat. I, I think you're talking about repentance. There needs to be a rethinking and a saying. Sure. A changing oh, of our mind. Of what am I doing? Lord, Why are we doing this? Lord, yeah. we're not winning mm-hmm. souls. Mm-hmm. And, and is that kind of a red flag if the church is not winning souls that um, – Maybe you're missing God's will. Right. I, I would think so because, you know, the number one thing God's concerned about, right? I mean, from the book of Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation, what's the number one thing? The lost. I mean, bringing all men 
to Christ. That's his his desire. That's his goal. And if we're not if we're not excited about winning the lost, then we're not excited about what God's excited about because that's what He's excited about. And if we're not if we're not in love with with sharing our faith and and, and winning the lost, well, we're not in love with what God's in love with because that's what He's in love with. That's what He sent His only Son to do. Right? It is to die on the cross to pay for the sins of mankind. And so, you know, we I tell our church this. I say, listen. There's two things God's excited about. The, the number one thing is he's excited about winning the lost, okay, the, the fact that his son paid for, for our sins. The second thing he's excited about is is the church, the New Testament church. I mean, think of the whole half of the New Testament. It's about the local church. So we need to be excited about winning the lost and, and the mission of the local church, and that is winning the lost and be passionate about that. So I would, I would encourage a church. Here's what I would do. I would encourage a church and, and the pastors that are listening. I would encourage them to say, listen – we just need to, to kind of think about what are we doing and what is our purpose. We have a slogan, uh, John, at our church, and I hate to say a slogan. I don't want to say it's a mission statement, but it's, it's kind of on everything we do. It's three words, win, disciple, send. And we put those three words on everything we do, and we just keep reminding our church. If, we're not, if we have an activity and it's not involved with winning, discipling, or sending people, there's really no reason for us to do it. Amen. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk of Malk and Baker. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malk and Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243. I'll repeat that, 312-726-1243, or you can go to our website at MalkBaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. If you're just tuning in, we're with Pastor Dan Rehoff from Day Spring Baptist Church in Waukesha, Wisconsin, who's talking about how to shape your church's identity. Uh, Dan, as a church decides to shape its identity, it also has to communicate mm-hmm. that identity. And I heard you talking about uh, three words you said, Win, win, disciple, disciple, and send, and yeah. send. Praise God! That's that's a, a beautiful, uh, simple message. Do you have a conscious PR strategy for communicating to the community? Uh, talk about your 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 website, or do you hand out leaflets? Do you uh, uh, do you evangelize on the street corners? Sure. What what do all we do? Sure. Yeah. Well. It's it's pretty multifaceted. I think it's important the church obviously has a good website. People go to a website first, you know, before they probably show up at a church. Uh, one of the things we just like to do stuff and, in the community. And what is, oh, what, what yeah. is your website, by the way? If, uh, website is www.dayspringbaptist.com. So that's D-A-Y-S-P-R-I-N-G, dayspringbaptist.com. And uh, you know maybe that would be a help. I know I know uh, this state this program's heard up there in Milwaukee area, so maybe there's people in Milwaukee that would even want to come check out our church or the addiction program. That'd be great. You know, it'd be a and, good thing. And if they're listening to this as they're driving home from church or on on uh, on Sunday as as we air. Can they turn around and uh, drive right over to your church? You're well, still going to be there at 1230 on Sunday? <laughs> well, I don't know. Are you going to watch if, the if, Packers yeah, game? Yeah, well, I'll probably watch the Packers game. So. <laughs> uh, they're welcome to come visit. You know, obviously, if they're plugged into a good church, I want them to stay in their good church, no doubt. You know, But maybe there's you know, some people that are looking for a church in the area. Uh, maybe, maybe there's even some churches in our area that uh, the pastor has someone who's struggling with, with pornography or lust or – 
or uh, uh, drugs. I mean, heroin's huge in our area and down here in Chicago or, 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 or marijuana. I just need some help. Well, how, do I, how do I help these people? Well, we'd love to help them. We'll push them right back into your church. We won't. We're not in the sheep stealing, tell you what. We, <laughs> we'll push them right back in. So your recovery program isn't just for alcoholism. It's for all addictions, right. And that meets Friday at what time? Friday at 7 o'clock. Yeah, Friday at 7 o'clock. What, what's the address of Waukesha? Well, I mean, the, I'm the Day Spring Baptist Church. In sure. The, the address of the meetings on Friday night is uh, it's at the corner, and people in Waukesha know this, it's at the corner of Blue Mountain and Springdale Road, right next to the Sam's Club in Waukesha. But, John, I say that, and in the midst of saying that, we're in the middle of building a new church building. And our church building is going to be uh, on, uh, on Silvernail Road, if you know where that's at, in, in uh, Waukesha, over by the town of Delafield. And uh, we'll be looking forward to going in that address. And if you were to ask me what's the street address, John, I don't know what it is right now. <laughs> All right. Well, as we always say, look at the website, and if you can't find it there, come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding, no kidding. But I'd, I'd encourage pastors and, and people listening just to, to, to rethink what is our church doing in the community and how can we help the guy that lives next to us? What can we do? Maybe you'd be creative. You know, maybe it's not an addiction recovery program. Maybe, maybe it's daycare. Maybe it's a food pantry. Maybe it's, uh, it's a support group for people that are grieving from lost loved ones. But thinking, uh, what is it that the people in my community, how can I, how can I bridge them to Jesus? How can I get them to Jesus? And, they may not show up Sunday morning at 11, but you can, you can be pretty creative, and you can go in the communities you know, and, and help uh, them. The First Presbyterian Church of Evanston, where I've been a longtime member, has an identity for youth education. And the School for Little Children has attracted many parents uh, who, who feel there's a need for mm-hmm. their kid. They're not, they're oh, not yeah. looking for, for God, mm-hmm. but they enroll their kid because they want them to get a good head start. Yeah. And That's the, wonderful. And then they join the church, and they hear the gospel. Yeah, yeah. And so I think there's uh, some identity there that, that that enables the church to reach out and evangelize mm-hmm. and, and get people saved. You know, John, thinking about that, uh, I, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, when you look at Jesus and all of his ministry he did, let's just be honest. Did he do most of his ministry inside the four walls in Jerusalem there, inside the temple? No. The woman at the well, well, she wasn't in church. You know, the blind men, the lame men. Feeding the 5,000, none of those people were in the four walls of the church as they knew it. Jesus went out. Wow. We appreciate your coming in today, Pastor Pastor Dan. Um, our listeners can learn more about Dayspring Baptist Church by going to your website, if you'd uh, tell us that one more time. Yep, dayspringbaptist.com. If you have a legal need or a question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243. I'll repeat that, 312-726-1243. Or you can go to our website at malkbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. Malk Malk and Baker is a Christian law firm based in Chicago, which serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals in their legal needs. Call us and mention Lawyers for Jesus for a free consultation. Again, the website is malkbaker.com. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. I'm John Malk, and this has been Lawyers for Jesus Radio.